Welcome to the Sunset Community Church podcast. You're listening to sermon audio from our Sunday morning services. For more information about Sunset Community Church, visit us online at sunsetcommunity.church. How many of you have memories of doing something like that when you were little? <laughs> Man, it goes by fast. What is so great to be here tonight? My name is Andrew. I'm one of the pastors here at Sunset Community Church. If you're visiting with us with friends and family tonight, uh, we're so glad that you chose to spend this time together with us. You know, I have uh, family and relatives spread out all over the place. Uh, I was thinking about it this week. They My family lives in four different states, spread out over two different countries. And so we tend to, in our house with our four kids, get gifts literally from all around the world and from different states. And maybe when you were growing up, if you had family that would send a gift to your house, you would get a, uh, there would be like a gift tag on it that would say something like this, don't open until Christmas. I remember as a kid, that was, that was torture, because this present would be, oftentimes come very early, and it would be laid underneath the tree, and I would see that order. And so, of course, as a kid, we would poke it and shake it and try and figure out what was in it until that day, but we still had to wait. And we've probably all received cards or gifts that had those words on it, and usually the words are there because the person who sent it is not So what do you do? What do you do when you get a gift like that? Well, you don't open it, right? Right? Even if they're not there to see. You wait and you wait and you wait. And if you have the willpower, then when you finally open it on Christmas Day, it was all worth it. It was the right time. Say it with me this evening. Say, it was the right time. So here we are, it's Christmas Eve, and like so many other holidays that we celebrate, there's similar elements to the Christmas holiday, isn't there? There is food, lots of food, too much food. There's friends, and then there's family. But of all the holidays that we celebrate, Christmas often seems to have the deepest connection, not to food, but to family. We'll travel farthest in the worst weather to be with family. We'll spend months thinking about how to buy the best gifts for the ones we love. Or for some of you, you'll rely on Next Day Prime to do that, won't you? The sights, the sounds, the traditions, all of these things around the Christmas holidays, many of them include family. And this isn't an accident. This wasn't a social construct. The first Christmas revolved around family as well. Central to the Christmas story is the story of Joseph and Mary, who because of political decree had to travel many miles to visit their hometown to be with family because of a census that was ordered. And so it's the same for us today. Family is inherent to this tradition, which can make it painful as well as joyful. And so times and cultures have changed, but the heart of Christmas has never changed. It's a story about how one family celebrated the gift of a child and how that child, Jesus, 
would then give something to the world that the world could not give itself. Now, every family has its traditions to get passed down. How many of you do Christmas pajamas, right? Some people have Christmas pajamas, or we have special foods. I found out this last week at our Christmas party that one of the, the traditional foods in Japan around Christmas time is KFC. <laughs> or maybe you have in your family, you have the, the Christmas movie that you have to watch. For my family, it was It's a Wonderful Life. So every family has these traditions that get, that get passed down, and, and every family also has uh, or often has stories of Christmases in the past. Oh, do you remember that one year when the power went out? Or do you remember that one year when Uncle Joe came dressed like Santa Claus after having a little too much eggnog? So we have these stories and these traditions, and they deeply affect the way that we think about and celebrate Christmas. You know, about 40 years or so after Jesus was born, which was 2,000 years ago, about 40 years after he was born, there was some remembering about that first Christmas that was recorded in the Bible. And in this remembering, these words that were written down, they actually reflect really the heart of Christmas, the, the stripping away of all the traditions that get attached to it. And we see in Galatians chapter 4, it says this. It says, But when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. And because we're his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you're his child, God has made you his heir. When the right time came. This was, a, this was a looking back. This was a remembering of the, the very first Christmas that's recorded in Scripture. Before Jesus was born, we was read earlier with Megan she, when she did the Advent reading, we see there's also a looking forward. Isaiah chapter 9 talks about this gift that would come. To us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And so this evening, we, we look back and remember that first Christmas, but there's also a sense for all of us of looking forward, not just to the Christmas presents that are going to be open tomorrow, but forward to our lives. What do the days ahead look like? And so this evening, as we think about Christmas, we aren't just casual religious people that only think about the impact of Christmas once a year. And we aren't just consumers that use Christmas for our own benefit. No, this evening, we are actually invited to remember and to participate in the Christmas story. We're invited to move out of the cold entryway of the house into the front room where the family is gathered and the party's happening. In many ways, that very first Christmas 2,000 years ago, when Jesus arrived, was like a reunion, a long time in the making. Now imagine with me for a moment, this probably shouldn't be too hard, but you're at a family gathering, and you've got some really good news that you want to share. But people are spread out throughout the house. Kids are upstairs playing, people are watching football in the other room, some are snoozing on the couch. And you have this news that you want to share. What do you do? 
you've got to be a bit, bit strategic, don't you? You've got to find the right time where everybody will be gathered. Maybe it's when dinner is served. Maybe it's when presents are about to be opened. That's when you will share the news. In the passage that we just read, that reflects on that first Christmas, it says, when the right time came, God sent his son. What does this mean? Well, first of all, it means that God had been waiting God himself, the creator of the universe, the creator, the one that breathed life into you and me, he was waiting for the right moment when the most people could hear and experience his good news. It also means that he want, what he wanted people to know was really important. He had been waiting. So he waited until the right time. And then he came. Jesus came into the world. This was God's don't open until Christmas moment. Now, if you know the prequel of the Christmas story, what's happening before that moment, then you know that the relationship between God and humanity was dysfunctional. It was full of brokenness. Humans were, and they still are, incapable of fixing that relationship, the brokenness that exists between God and themselves. And we feel that reality today, don't we? It's still all around us. In this last year, in my own life, I've had interactions with close friends and family that reflect this brokenness, addiction, broken and distant relationships, loved ones at the end of their life. I don't need to tell you that there's unrest and brokenness in our world because you're feeling and experiencing the exact same things I am. For generations and generations, this has been true for all of humanity. We live in a broken and fallen world. But Christmas reminds us that God had a plan in mind to fix things, to free us from our brokenness and dysfunction, to free people from addiction, restore broken relationships, and to give peace to those who find themselves toward the end of their lives. And this freedom this restoration would be possible because Jesus came at just the right time. So what made Jesus' arrival over 2,000 years ago the right time? Why not now? Why not earlier? This isn't just a spiritual saying from Galatians, but it's also a practical one. Never before in all of history, had the world seen an empire like Rome. Rome had far-reaching influence. It was one of the greatest civilizations ever. To this day, the roads that the Roman Empire made still stand, connecting nations that had never been connected before. And so the time was right. If ever there was a time in human history up to that point where good news could be shared with the most people, it was then. He could have waited till TikTok, I get it. But he chose then, 2,000 years ago. God came, born as a baby, and ready to spark something that the world had never seen. Ready to make right what had been broken, to make what was dysfunctional whole. To give identity to those who had forgotten who they were. It was the right time. 
And so God came into our space as a human to rescue and reunite us. Listen closely to this again. But when the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for those who were slaves to the law. In other words, they were powerless to be fully good so that he could adopt us as his very own children. Have you ever been far from home and seen something that reminds you of it? Maybe you were on a, California, a trip to California and you saw someone wearing a Seahawks jersey. Oh, they won today, didn't they? Maybe you're not originally from the United States and you heard someone speak your native language. Oh, and it made you feel connected. There's this instant connection. Oh, I'm not the only one. There's someone like me here. You feel the connection and it means something. Family is like this, isn't it? Families have traditions and inside jokes, favorite recipes passed down from generations. At the roots of a family is a sense of belonging. And so when we're not connected to family, our heart longs for it. So when the scripture we just read talks about Jesus coming at just the right time, and then it connects it to something called adoption. This shows us that the heart of God is that we would have peace and joy that comes from belonging to him. For me personally, when I hear the word adoption, it deeply resonates with me. A while back, I met a family that lives here in Renton who had been involved with an orphanage in another country. They'd helped raise money for the kids in this particular orphanage, and they'd gone numerous times over the year to serve at this orphanage. On one specific trip, they met a young boy in the orphanage who had cerebral palsy. It's a condition that affects the brain and, and often the, the ability to walk and sometimes even talk. He had been abandoned by his family when he was very young, and his care was extremely difficult. But when this family from Renton traveled across the world and saw this young boy, they not only saw someone who had medical issues and needed a family, what they saw was their son. So they adopted him into their own. Jesus came at the right time. And because of his coming, he made a way for us to be reunited with God, to be adopted as his son's and daughters. And so while the story, the Christmas story, took place in the Middle East over 2,000 years ago, Jesus had you in mind on that first Christmas. His coming was not just a historical event that we celebrate once a year, it was an open invitation to all who are broken and lost to come into the family, to know God, to know Him as a Savior. And as a father. So here's the thing. The Christmas story is not just back there as some sort of historical legend. And it's not just once a year like some sort of cultural celebration. The story is an invitation to know and be known by him. And so here we are, Renton, Christmas Eve, the year 2023, 2,000 plus years after the first Christmas. And there's a gift with your name on it. And it says, open right away. You don't have to wait. Open the gift. Receive what Jesus has made possible. And when you open it, 
You'll find an invitation to the family party, a family that you are being invited into, a place to belong, but you have to open it now. Now is the right time. No more waiting. And the invitation is not to be a a religious convert, but to be an adopted child, to be reunited with the one who made you. This was the good news delivered at just the right time, and every Christmas since, we're reminded of it. And we celebrate it. But more than that, we've been given an opportunity to receive it. Tonight, this room is full of people who have done just that. I know many of you. Many of you have accepted the invitation to be known by God. And in saying yes to the gift of Jesus, in placing your faith in him, you got added to the family tree. And so the Christmas story is your family story. It's my family story. And I want everybody to know this evening that there is still a lot of room in the family. If you're sitting here tonight feeling a little bit like an outsider, okay, I'll sing the Christmas songs, but I'm not sure about anything else. I want you to know there's no reason to wait any longer. Tonight is the right time. Christmas in Renton, 2023. The invitation is being given to you. The gift says open now, and I hope you will. Would you pray with me? Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity we have to gather tonight. We thank you for the gift that you gave to the world and to me, to us 2,000 years ago. To be reunited with you. To know who we truly are. Jesus, we gather here tonight because of that. And so I pray that if there's those in this room that have not received that gift, then tonight might be the night, this year may be the year, that they open the most important Christmas gift ever, the gift of belonging to you. And so, Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for who you are. Would you fill us with your peace, your joy, your hope, and your love this evening? In your name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to sermon audio from Sunset Community Church. Sunset Community Church is located in Renton, Washington. For more information, visit our website at sunsetcommunity.church.